there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paul Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Our buddy, uh, he's been coming on the show for a strong five years now, Nigel Seeley, usually to talk soccer, but he was going to the French Open this week, thought it'd be a great idea to come on, give some tennis picks. He thrives on that sport as well. Uh, rough day yesterday. Uh, Nigel, thanks for the time. We're connecting with you again here to begin um, this hour on Follow the Money. The upsets continue to be a major theme here with the French Open. Is there any rhyme or reason for this? It appears to be wide open. Do you think this is going to continue? Hello, guys. Uh, yeah, how are you doing? Hopefully you, you can hear me okay. I'm in a bit of a bad reception area at the train station heading to get the Eurostar back to London. But uh, if you have any problems, let me know. Um, yeah, it was a rough day yesterday. You have to take rough days with the good days. Um, we had a great first day, bad second day, and a bad third day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not great. But I think if you, if you all the picks that we've done so far, you're slightly in front because the winners have been sort of nice price plus money prices. So the level stakes would be in front. I think this French Open's a little bit different. If you've looked at the press releases and you looked at the comments from the players, they've been complaining about the balls. The Wilson balls are, they say they're fluffy and they say they're very slow. They usually play much quicker, faster course. I mentioned it yesterday. So you're getting the more traditionalists who are clay quarters having their days. Now, clay courts are obviously a lot, lot slower than hard courts, a lot, lot slower than, than grass courts. But this is particularly a very, very slow, traditionally court, and it's even slower because of the balls. The balls aren't happening. So that will suit uh, the more guys, South Americans, the more guys who, who come through the circuit who play regularly on the slow clay courts. It doesn't suit the American players. doesn't suit a lot of the players in the seeds. And we saw yesterday with my pick, Yannick Sinner. Now, I'm not saying that Yannick Sinner lost because of the conditions. Yannick Sinner 
nine times out of ten would have won that match yesterday against Altmaier. But Yannick Sinner, on the statistics, is the second best player in the world this season. There's no question about him. But the only problem with Yannick Sinner is he's, he's a young lad who hasn't grown physically compared to other tennis players. If you look at Alcaraz, the number one seed, he's, he's a beast. He's a big, big lad. He's, he's grown physically at a young age. Djokovic, going into five sets, you've got, to, you've got to do something. You've seen the Dow over the years, how strong he is. Yannick Sinner has all the talent, but when he goes deep into a match, his physicality lets him down. And that's what happened yesterday. Uh, he had the opportunity, won the third set, 6-1. He had the opportunity to go on and win the game, but he went into a fifth set over five and a half hours of tennis, and he was he was gone uh, physically. And even if he had come through that match, he would have been a massive fade in the next round because I don't think he would have been able to recover in 24 hours to play again. So that's the difference with the tournament here. So you're seeing a very, very slow tournament. You're seeing people who are much, much more used to conditions coming through, and it's making the form book go a little bit on its head at the moment. So, um, But the top half of the draw still sees Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, we've seen the bottom half open up anybody's capable of getting through to the final in the bottom half. You could make a case for many players. But in the men, men's draw, the two tournament favourites are still there. And on the women's draw, the minus money favourite, Igor Svantec, is still there as well. So you've got to get them beat to get a shot. Okay, let's talk about the upcoming match with the Joker. Uh, what do you want to do with, uh, with the games here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really, really tough card today. And I'm not just saying that sometimes people say, oh, you're not having a bet because you had a bad day yesterday. That's not. That's never the, the, uh-huh. the occasion. You know, I, I, it doesn't matter. If there's value, there's value. I think it's very, very hard today. I think it's a really, really difficult card on the women's side and on the men's side. The big game on the women's side today is later on the American Corey Goff up against that 16-year-old Russian girl, Andrea. That is going to be an absolute belter of a game. Uh, I wouldn't like to say which way that's going to go because I was so impressed with Andrea, uh, the 16-year-old. But on the men's draw, Novak Djokovic is up against a guy called Alessandro Davidovich Fukina, uh, a Spaniard uh, who is really, really comfortable in these low conditions. And Novak Djokovic has had a ter- terrible, terrible year on the clay court swing. He hasn't played at all well. He's got beat by Massetti at Monte Carlo. He hasn't had a good year. But the books and the odds compilers and the, and the sports books have seen that to have forgotten about his form coming into this tournament and only looked at these two matches at Roland Garros where he has won pretty convincingly. He does peak at the right time. He does peak at the right time. But he's playing an opponent here who beat him last time they played on Monte Carlo. And the Monte Carlo clay court is a similar kind of speed to what we're going to see here at Roland Garros. So I think this is a tough match for uh, Djokovic. I think Djokovic will have enough to come through because Davidovic for Keen has a temperament issue. Sometimes he can can be brilliant, then he can flare up and he can lose matches, uh, games very quickly with his temperament rather than his tennis. So I think the play here is over 32 and a half games. I think this will be long. I think this will be a long, long game. I think Djokovic will have the stamina to get through and the know-how to get through. But I think Davidovic Fakina causes him problems. And at a very low line, 32 and a half, you can still cash if Djokovic wins three sets to love. So 32 and a half games in that one. That's this afternoon. Uh, early hours in the morning uh, Eastern time for the Americans, so make sure you get that bet on early. And um, in the other match, uh, the world number one tournament favourite, Carlos Alcaraz, he's on the evening match here in Paris, which is around about 2.30 Eastern time start. He's up against uh, Denis Shapovalov, uh, a Canadian player. He's a very talented player as well. Clay is not his surface. He's much more suited to hard courts or the, a fast uh, sort court here. But Alcaraz, like Djokovic, didn't play very well. I watched that game live. 
in the second set, he lost the second set in his last round against Tara Daniel. And he, he showed chinks in his armour. He came back and won brilliantly. But he, he hasn't hit top form yet. And Denis Shapovalov is a proper player. I mean, he's a, he's a top 20. I don't think he's in the top 20 now, but he's been in the top 20 for many, many years. Uh, he's a good, good player. And he starts matches fast. And I think Carlos Akos uh, may take a little bit of time to get going. And I think that, again, the, the total games line here at 28 and a half has been very dis- disrespectful to Shapovalov. Um, and I think we tested them. I think the, the big players want to have a little bit, bit of a test. They don't want to win 6-love, six 6-1, one, six 6-love. They want to go 6-4. And again, you could you could cash that ticket very easily if Al- Alcaraz wins 6-3, 6-4, 6-4, which is quite feasible in straight sets. And you can cash to 28 and a half. So... I'm going to play two very small leans over the total games in the Alcaraz match at 28 and a half, which is around about minus 120. And I'm going to go for over 32 and a half games in the Djokovic, Davidovich, Vakina match at a similar price, around about minus 120. All right, beautiful. Uh, it's follow the money, Paulie and Mitch, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley, our guest. Tomorrow, FA Cup, Man City going for the treble. You have the Champions League final the following Saturday against Inter Milan. Totals three. What do you think? Man City, Man U tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific. Well, I'm, on, I'm coming off the train from Paris and then getting... Uh, there's a train strike in London. So there's a train strike in London today and tomorrow. So I've been making my way across London somehow to get to Wembley for the cup final tomorrow. So you can follow my adventures on my Twitter page. I'll be at Wembley tomorrow <laughs> for the cup final. And I, and I think I'll be there watching uh, Manchester City win the double and go one step closer to winning the, uh, the treble. Um Amazingly, this is a Manchester derby. Two clubs, obviously, from the same city. Two of the biggest clubs in Europe and also, obviously, the biggest clubs in the Premier League. But amazingly, in the FA Cup's over 120-year history, these two sides have never met in a FA Cup final, which is quite incredible when you think about how how big they've become over the years. It's going to be a huge occasion because it's 100 years of uh, Wembley. It's their centenary year, so the stadium is going to put on a big show. It'll be a great show if anyone's watching it. But on the football pitch... You, you're going to take some stock in the stock Manchester City. I'm sorry, I'm not going to sound original here. I think I told you along how much I rate this side. I think they've got the best player in the Premier League in Haaland. They've got the the best manager. They've got the best squad, mm-hmm. and they're used to coming to Wembley and winning these big games. Now they've got experience. I, I really think they're going to win, and I think they're going to win quite comfortably. If you look at the two matches this season that Manchester City have played, Manchester United, Manchester City have won relatively easy. I think one of them was 2-1. But at home at the Etihad, they put six past Manchester United, one 6-3. They've had a week off to rest. They've got the the European Cup final. And people will say that they, they can rest players and you don't know what team they're going to play. But the players coming in are just world-class and quality. And Manchester United don't really offer a goal threat. They, they rely so heavily on Marcus Rashford, who should play, but he has had some injury concerns. Uh, City will, I think City will win. I think they'll win quite comfortably. Uh, instead of betting on the money line or, or to lift the trophy, because obviously if you bet the money line, it's a draw, it's a loser. It's going to be 90 minutes. You have to look mm-hmm. at that. If it goes through extra time, penalties are very important. But we've seen so many penalties in recent weeks in these big competitions at Wembley and the, the playoffs that we saw in the Europa League final. But I don't think this one's going to go to penalties. I think that uh, Manchester City will win easy. I, I like Man City minus one goal. They've won the last four against Manchester United. You wouldn't have lost them. I think you would have cashed them too. And the other one would have been a push. Man City win by one goal. It's a push. I think Manchester United have had an amazing season to get to the Champions League mm-hmm. for next year. But running into this scene, they're the, they're the best I've seen. They're, they're on fire. There's no stopping them. The, traditionally, the FA Cup usually is a, a low-scoring game. It doesn't right. usually live up to the hype. 
so I wouldn't be rushing to bet the three and a half. But the weather forecast looks nice in London tomorrow. It'd be a traditional end of season game. But I think Man City will be too strong. And, you know, to cap an unbelievable season, I think Haaland to score the first goal. Again, not original. Don't bet him to score any time because he minds money. Bet him to score the first goal at about plus $3, plus three fifty. He is the best striker in the world. He is the best player in the Premier League. This is the best team in Europe. They are going to win the double, and they're going to win the treble as well. All right, Nigel, you're the best, there mate. We can't thank you enough for taking time out of your days at the French Open to pop on with us, okay? No problem. Mitch, I've just mentioned your name, and they've taken me from where all the cattle is when I said Paulie Howard to the first-class area, so thank you very much. <laughs> there you drop, go. Drop the, drop the moss rather than the Howard. Take care. <laughs> Cheers, lad. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel uh, for more of his bets that he's going to have as well. All right, on the way to Wembley now. What What a life this guy has. It's ridiculous. I, I'm telling you. I know. He figured something out. Yep. Joker over 32 and a half games. Alcaraz over 28 and a half. And Man City minus one tomorrow. FA Cup. Uh, I like under three and a half, too. All right. Today's yep. Major League Baseball card is up next. This pitcher has been great. He has awesome career numbers against his opponent today, but I'll tell you why that cannot be factored into this game. That's next. Follow the money. Beast and D-Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money. Coming up in 15 minutes, professional sports better Aaron Renning is going to join the show. One of the very best in the entire world at betting the NBA. We'll get his impressions of Game 1, NBA Finals from last night, and what that means to him for Game Number 2. Paulie will spend some time here talking about today's Major League Baseball card. I would say the marquee matchup is in Houston between the Astros and the Angels as Shohei Otani goes for the Angels against uh, Frambar, Framber Valdez. Uh, they actually met each other 
Less than a month ago, it was on May 9th. Otani was strong. He went seven innings, six hits, two walks, three earned with seven Ks. However, in six career starts at Houston, his ERA is 4.34. The whip is 1.35. And he does have elite K numbers, 12 Ks per nine. In that same game, Valdez went eight innings, no walks, one earned run, three hits, 12 Ks. He did struggle against the Angels in 2018-2019, but he's been solid against this team ever since. And the Astros are a short price today, 128 against the Angels on the take back. Um, Too plus, low? Come I, on. Yeah, I think it's a little low. They, they beat him in Anaheim. I think it's a tad low here. Yep. Yep. I, I, nobody loves Otani more than me. Right. Well, maybe some people do, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that's a yeah. little bit low here for the Astros. Yeah, great card though today and good matchups. That, that's a big one, as you mentioned. And then I, what I said earlier about the late games as well and the Dodgers and Yankees, Kershaw against Severino. Kershaw, a do- last time out, a dog. I mean, how many times has that guy been a dog going back the last 10 years? Yeah. Think about that. Okay, so I'm glad uh, you but, brought that game up because that's the guy that I teased. Okay. When you look overall at like career numbers against certain teams, hit- Kershaw's numbers against the Yankees are phenomenal. It's been four starts, 27 innings, a 1.67 ERA, uh, a 0.52 whip, 27 Ks, no walks. But his last start against the Pinstripers came in 2019. Mm. And in that game for the Yankees, yes, Judge did play. LeMahieu was actually on the team. He played, so did Torres. But Glaber, uh, I'm sorry, Gary Sanchez was 0 for 4. Brett Gardner was 1 for 4. Uh, Gio Urshela played in the game. Didi Gregorius was still on the Yankees. Mike Ford had three at-bats. So you can't, I mean, that's the last time he faced them was 2019. And just go back, it was 2016 in the games before then. So it has nothing to do with the lineup that he's going to be taking on today, obviously. Yankees are hot. Yes, they are. Great matchup. And how how about Arizona catching the Dodgers now at 34 and 23? You're you're right. It feels like it's kind of meant to be and it's going to be a, a storybook season. How they win last night, they afternoon, they sweep the series. No fluke, you're right. 34 and 23, and now they're dogs at home against the Braves and Morton. I so. mean, I, I look at that two months into a baseball season every single year and say, well, this, yeah. I mean, like the Orioles, right? Yeah, I, you'd have to believe in them too. I think they're absolutely real. Yeah. You, you laughed at me last year when it was mm-hmm. late May and I said, who's going to win a playoff game first, the Orioles or the Cowboys? I would tell you, thank God the Cowboys won a game last year. Yep. For those of you who wanted to bet me and lay $5 on that prop <laughs> yes. or, or higher. Yep. Uh, Baltimore, 24 and 9 in night games. Under 500 during the day. Keep an eye on this this weekend. It happens Saturday and Sunday. The A's are 1 and 23 in day games. And you've been pointing to the Marlins' upcoming schedule. Dodgers 24 and 14 at night. And uh, Tampa 26 and 6 at home. Dodgers with a good home record as well. How about two pitchers that are going today? One of them's favored. Again, Lyles and the Royals are favored. He started 11 games. They're 0-11. He's favored again. This cannot be. <laughs> and then he's 12-1, and last 13, yes, run scored in the first inning in his starts. Lyles and the Royals, $1.20. They lost all 11 starts. And Tyone is going for the Cubbies. Uh, they're taking on the Padres on the road. The Cubs are 0-8 this year when Tyone starts. Waka's a dollar sixty-five. Mm. So it's time for the Padres um, to get going. I like that they won that series in Miami. Should have swept them. Hater blew the game. However, thanks to Joel on Twitter, 
reminding us this is a Malinsky special. For the Padres? For the Padres. Okay. A yeah. nine-game road trip coming back where they just played Very Washington good. and New York and uh, Miami. Very good. And hello, it got the Red Sox uh, on Monday. Yep. Uh, updated uh, some streaks with first inning. Yes, no. Arizona, yes, 6-1 and one with the Yurfee. Detroit, 8-1, and one, no run. Twins, 5-1. and one. Tampa, 7-2. Uh, and two. What I said earlier, too, about the NL Central. Milwaukee, minus 26 run differential. In first place. In first place. St. Louis plus seven, Chicago plus five. <laughs> Chicago was plus 41. <laughs> Coming into the week, here, we were sitting here uh, Monday. They had the worst record in the National League. Brutal. And look at that. They're only 24 and 31 when you look at it. So nobody's out of this thing I have, in uh, that Mickey Mouse division. I have a nice number on the Pirates to win that division. Not 80, but it's uh-huh. nice. And I have a massive number on the Reds from right away in the season to win that division. Good point about how well the Reds are playing. I mean, all these teams are feisty. What Colorado's doing? What uh, what Washington? Washington hanging in there mm-hmm. as well. And it's unfortunate what happened with the Pirates because then they had that bad run after they got off to such a hot start. But we'll see if they can figure it out as well. Uh, Florida, as I mentioned, sixteen and four and one run games. The Twins four and ten. Big comeback by the Twins last night. They uh, continue their series against Cleveland at home. Okay, so a K-prop that I have my eyes on today. As the Phillies take on the Nats, this is going to be in the nation's capital. Zach Wheeler goes for Philly, and Josiah Gray goes for Washington. I have my eyes on Zach Wheeler, and I'll give you some numbers here. He is tied for fifth right now in the National League with 76 strikeouts. He is sixth overall in Ks per nine, 10.52. He is seventh in K rate. He strikes out 27.7 percent of the batters that he faces and uh he is six and five over his k-prop K- on on the year he averages nearly six innings so start uh, per start so we'll put that at 18 outs today the nats Pauly, however as we've talked about before they have the third lowest k-rate in major league baseball 19.4 percent the second lowest k-rate versus righties and the third lowest k-rate versus righties at home the, the numbers are pretty much similar across the board if he strikes out 27.7% of the 18 projected outs that he's going to get, that number rounds up to about five strikeouts. If the Nats only strike out 20% of the time, that number is slightly higher than three and a half. I was really hoping Books would make his prop today six and a half because that's been his prop for the most part in nearly every one of the starts uh, this year, but they made it five and a half. And so you can still yeah. find five and a half under like maybe plus 115 in that neighborhood. I might consider that, but it would not be. It would just be to have some fun watching the game. That said, it would not be anything serious on it. But the Nationals continue to be that team that starting wow. pitchers can't go over the K prop on. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, hit me over the head with a chair if you want. I'm ready to say that's it for the Phillies. I know there's a lot of baseball left, but six under now. I mean, the boy, the Mets have their number going back the last two years. Where's the offense? What's going on? What, what's the oh, deal here? Oh, it's been struggle fest the entire yeah, time. Absolutely. Let me give you two pitchers too, and what do you expect? Glass now goes for the Rays. Awful last time out. Back from the injury. Whitlock for the Red Sox. Total of nine. I do not want the under, especially in a Red Sox game. Let's go, Verlander. Come on. Verlander's going against Bassett. Verlander's only $1.30 at home. You know, who has the edge, though? Because Bassett was a Met last year. Do I know you or do you know me? Mm. You know my tendencies? How does that work? In any event, Verlander has to do a better job. Uh, and he, He's got a bad some bad numbers this year, but he's only $1.30 home favorite at home here 
uh, taking on the Blue Jays with another good series today. Let me run some of these numbers uh, by you, Paulie, and you can tell me if you're concerned or not. 30 innings so far for Verlander, so it's a very small sample size. His ERA is 4.8. The FIP, pretty much the same, 4.58. 6.6Ks per nine. That is down from 9.51 a year ago. Down three strikeouts per nine. He's allowing 1.5 home runs per nine most of his career. Uh, if you throw out the pandemic year when he only made one start, his average fastball velocity is down to 94.4. Nice. That was down from 95.1 last year. I, I mean, the guy was awesome a year ago. I know, not the same guy. So far, Father he has not time been undefeated. Yep. Yeah, that could be. Maybe it's just over. You never know. Just bam, it can, other than Brady, it can just happen. You just yeah. know the, the guy doesn't have it anymore. And I think you purposely brought up on you brought up Glasnow because I think you might know that I have a soft spot spot in my heart for the guy. I I, I bet him almost every year, not this year because he was hurt obviously, and I've lost every single ticket on him on future bets. But I love his stuff. You're right. His first start did not go well. He allowed five hits, um, three earned runs. He did strike out eight in four and one third. But look at some of the. Uh, the metrics here, the BABIP was 444 for the Dodgers based on an 80% hard hit rate. His fastball was humming at 96.6 mm-hmm. miles an hour, but so he can he can strike out 12 today, but then that hard hit rate is just, that's not going to continue, but the Dodgers, for that one game anyway, they were mashing them all over the field, and the Red Sox have a really good offense. Don't get caught with your pants down. That Brewers game's at 2 o'clock Pacific. That's on Apple. With the early start, and should Castile be favored in Texas? He's good, but man, it's Gray against Castile. Castile's favored on the road. And Gray's been pretty decent. Professional sports better Aaron Renning on the show up next. He's one of the best betting in the NBA. What was his reaction last night to game one? And what is he looking forward to in game number two? We'll ask him next here on Beeson. is Follow the Money on v DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet $5 and get a $200 bonus instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VSIN when you sign up. The props tomorrow, unbelievable. Total goals for the series. How many games will go to overtime? Will there be a shutout? Yada, yada, yada. Get up there, DraftKings, and get that bonus. NBA Finals here as professional sports better Aaron Renning, kind enough to join us here early on a Friday morning, one of the very best to do it, betting the NBA. ER, good to talk to you today. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I had a good result last night, guys, um, with the bet on uh, Denver and uh, under the total. Big adjustment on that under. And, you know, Paulie, I heard your fir- uh, heard you guys' first segment uh, this morning, and Paul, you had it exactly right. The first three quarters, uh, that was the the regular season Miami Heat. Yeah, and I lost a lot. I lost a lot of big bets on that Miami team in the regular season. Obviously, the you know just a bad regular uh, regular season against the spread team, and you know it's it's just been. I, I, and you can say that about the NBA. It's a make or miss league. You know, if you make your three pointers or you know, et cetera. And you know the Miami Heat, thirty-four point four percent in the regular season on three point on three point shots in the playoffs going into last night, thirty-eight point four. All the difference uh, in the world 
for that team. But, you know, again, in a lot of big spots in the regular season, you know, they shot like that and they had great looks yes. and they just, they put up bricks and, you know, and, and then you see this team, you know, they did it in the fourth quarter. They've done it throughout the playoffs where they get on these streaks and they can't miss from three. So, I, I mean, unlike any other team to me this year, at the NBA, it's the Miami Heat shooting the three-point shot. Uh, I'm totally with you. Those were fantastic looks, and I cannot believe Martin and Struess went a combined one of 17 and how bad Duncan Robinson uh, shot the ball as well. So, First things first. What if if Hero plays in Game Two? Does that does that think that helps your case for Miami or hurts it? No, I mean it's, it's got to help. I mean any type of fresh player you can throw in there. Obviously, a guy that's going to spread out the defense. You know, unfortunately, with someone like Hero, you know, you, you saw Denver kind of punish Vincent and some of their size. I yeah. mean, they'll go at Hero as much as possible on the other uh, end of the of the court. So. You know, whether Hero would play, you know, 20, 24 minutes. You know, again, these guys, these teams are all out. So, you know, what minutes does he take? Struss, uh, Vincent, um, you know, Martin, does he take minutes from him? So it, it's not that big of an impact. But, again, I, I think you have to give him, you know, it, it probably a half point uh, towards that uh, with, with Hero coming back. Okay, so fair enough. I'm looking at the screen right now, ER, and it's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Professional sports better Aaron Renning is our guest. Uh, I do see a couple of nines still on the board, but mostly looking at eight and a halfs. And now the total is on the way up as well. I think uh, DraftKings opened 213 and a half last night. Now it's uh, looking to be at 214 and a half at most books. I liked Jimmy Butler's comments after the game last night saying we need to attack the rim more than what we did. I think he's going to take charge in game two. Um, what did you decide to do, if anything, at this point with game number two? Well, yeah, like I said, I bet Denver game one. And, you know, that was the perfect setup for, for the Nuggets. Obviously, yes. all that time off. Yep. Miami off that war, seven-game series. Yeah, and then you got to go play uh, against uh, in altitude. And, and, you know, again, yeah, Denver took advantage of that. They'll score them in the paint 20-6. to six. Uh, in the first quarter. So that was, you know, it was a perfect scenario. I, I think, you know, a couple things to, to say quick. And I, I did, I came back. Uh, I've grabbed some uh, heat uh, plus nine um, in this one. And again, you know, not a, not a big bet for me, but, you know, I think it's worth grabbing here. I thought there was a little bit of value with that. Oh you know, yeah, obviously a perfect setup for Denver. Miami's got a couple days to get this right, perhaps get another player back. I like Jimmy Butler's comments about that. And to yep. me, I've talked about it all in all playoffs. They're, the only way you could beat Denver, to some degree, you got to outscore them. And if you're going to do that, you've you got to you got to take the ball to the basket. I, I mean, the only weakness they've really shown in the playoffs is when Phoenix went to the basket yep. hard, got yep. a lot of easy baskets. And really, those were the only couple games where they've had issues. And Denver, in, in the regular season, they allowed 75% shooting to, you know, inside the paint at the basket, 29th in the NBA. The problem in this matchup, the Heat, 29th in the NBA, shots at the rim. So they got to be aggressive. They got to try to create something uh, with that. So this kind of boils down. Uh, and, you know, I thought, you know, the Heat, or I'm sorry, Denver, you know, with Gordon guarding Butler, you know, that's a good move. You got to guard Butler with size. You're not going to stop him, but you're going to slow him down. Something the you know the Milwaukee Bucks never thought of 
uh, obviously. But, you know, really, you know, the, the NBA Finals, it, it's going to boil down to this. And how much was true in that fourth quarter uh, last night? I mean, if we're going to have a series, uh, it's got to go that way to the Heat outscored uh, Denver 30-20. to 20. Uh, obviously, yep. they made some three-point shots. I think there were six of twelve in the in the quarter, seven of twenty-seven uh, the first three quarters. Uh, one key aspect of that, you know, the first half, I, I don't believe they played any zone uh, when Joker was on the court. You know, as soon as he came off in the second quarter, they went to the zone. Uh, Denver got a couple of quick threes on that in the in the fourth quarter in the second half when Miami went zone. Denver really struggled with it, really bogged them down. They didn't really know what to do with it. Now, it, it's a little bit of, of both, I think, because I think at that point Denver was killing clock. They were waiting to get into running offense with 10 seconds on the shot clock. Obviously, you can't do that against the zone defense. you got to work for a shot as much as you can. So, you know, again, how much of that fourth quarter was real? Uh, but I'm going to come back here with uh, a small bet here on, on the Heat plus the points. I'm I'm curious what you think of Nick Nurse going to Philadelphia, and, and what does that mean for their power rating, also with or without Harden? Yeah, I mean I think it's a good move. Uh, I mean, sure. you know, I thought uh, Nick Nurse is the guy that you want to get. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you look in the playoffs and you have to be uh, adjust and junk up defenses, etc. Nurse has shown uh, his ability to do that. It, it was his tenure in Toronto was just kind of weird. He seems like he had a good year, then a bad year. Good year, then a bad year. So a lot of it will kind of come into buy-in. But, you know, obviously an upgrade over Doc Rivers. Um, you know, it would be interesting to see what the Sixers do about James Harden. I mean, you know, it looks like a guy on the, the downside of his career. Do they try to improve? You know, there was talk about uh, trying to get Van Fleet uh, or whatever. But, you know, as far as the hire – you know, I thought that's who the Bucks probably should have went with. Uh, they went uh, in a different direction, but I thought Nurse good hire. Yeah. How about Monty Williams of the Pistons? And for that money, could yeah, you believe about, that? I, I, <laughs> I couldn't believe his contract. Yes. <laughs> that was, yes. Uh, that was crazy. Hey, good for Monty. But, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, good luck for this Detroit franchise ever getting off the ground. They're still, you know, nowhere after five, ten years of trying to just rebuild. So. Yeah, no kidding. You can follow him on Twitter. Yeah. He is at ER Sports One. Thanks for the time. And I'm I'm going to tell you on that if I can find a nine today and take the Heat in Game Two, uh, Aaron. All right, sounds good. Hey, good luck to everybody. Uh, enjoy uh, the finals of the wait till Sunday. Back at you. Be Thank good. you. This is a, an email, ftmatvsin.com from Chris. Did, did you notice this prop that was available on Joker for him to, to get a triple-double every game? Not to yeah, average yeah. a triple-double. Not yeah, to yeah. average one. Yeah, 20 to 1. 21 to 1. Yes. To, get, to have a triple-double every single game. That's in play, especially if they sweep them. Just like Joker to outscore Butler in every game. This guy could go out drinking until yes. 3 a.m. on Saturday night. Right. Wake up and be like, okay, here's 19, 14, and 11. I'm yep. not even going to try to get one. Right. He's done it six of the last seven playoff games. Right. You could also come back with the Heat. You could, you could cash your ticket Sunday. Uh, he could come inside the number, and then you could come back with the Heat down 0-2 in game three, too. See what that number will be. Yeah. Monty Williams got six for 80. And with the option, if he sticks around and coaches the Pistons for eight years, it's $100 million. Again, what the hell? I totally agree with it. This needs to be emphasized, right? ER spot on. Good for him. Who, who's going to say no to that? He can't. Monty Williams absolutely had to say uh, yes. Okay, here's my 
How fast can I sign this contract? Right? It's a no-brainer. It's mm-hmm. like some of these guys who uh, sign contracts to go to the live tour. You're going to give me yeah. how many zeros? Yeah. So uh, good, okay. Yeah, a good point. What what do you make of the fourth quarter? It, you could say it was Denver screwing around, and now we're relaxing. We're up twenty-four, right? Next thing you know, it's down to nine. But a lot of everything they got was so easy in the first half. What they did, one hundred and thirty-one points per hundred possessions. Well, when it, well, what they I mean, it's just and then I love Gordon with the bully ball too. But back to your Joker point, yeah, it's just it's so easy for him. Like what he's. He, the assists are going to be there. The rebounds are going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's coming that easy for Aaron Gordon offensively in a game, things are going to be going well for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Right? Yes. Let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll get to our in-pocket plays and more on Game 2 of the Finals next here on Follow the Money. v the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games! I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. All right, let's go. I'm taking it on general principle. you got to be kidding me. Lyles is going for the Royals. He's a $1.20 favorite. He's 0-9 with an ERA of 7 and change. He started 11 games this year for the Royals. They've lost all 11. Again, this last 13 starts, a run has been scored in the first inning of 12 of them as well. But it's Anderson for the Rockies. They're surprisingly uh, having a pretty good season, at least hanging in there. It's supposed to be god-awful. 
put up a fight in Arizona. This guy can't be favored. He can't be. He's awful. He's batting practice. And they've lost a, he started 11 times. They've lost every game. Give me the Rockies. Okay. I also like, uh, uh, you know, you can find it's like $1.90, but 180 under three and a half in the FA Cup. Tough yesterday, too. I mean, we could look at this now. Can I ask you a question about Lyles real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Have you bet against him at all this year so far? A couple, yeah. But you have? Yeah. So this is not you. I couldn't take Corbin, though. This is this is not you watching a roulette reel <laughs> hit black twelve times in a row, telling yourself, yeah, "No, he's going to hit thirteen <laughs> If he if he goes seven solid tonight, I will break something. So I was thinking, you know, Murray might go for forty here in game one, and Joker just might lay back. Uh, and he only the had world or, was thinking that. I know he only has twelve or fourteen points. That would have been up to a good start. Murray Finals MVP fourteen to one. He's really going to have to go off because it's. you're right. The guy can roll out of bed and give you a triple double. I'd like to tell you that you're live to that bet, but I, honestly, I don't know if it is. I was for a half. Yeah. Joker to average 12 assists in the series, plus 750. Come on. So far, so good. But he had 10 at halftime, right? Like this. We could have cashed this right off the bat. Will Joker have 15-plus assists in any game? It was 2-1. to one. He got 14. That was a good find. He had 10 at halftime. Joker to average 16 rebounds in the series, eight to one. Not a good start, but I think he's got, you know, he could have a 20 rebound game though. Anything's possible with this guy. Will Bam have 14 rebounds in any game? He had 13 last night. Well, a lot of basketball. Two to one. Yes, but it'd be nice in to theory. get two of these. At least three games anyway you have. In theory. Do you think it goes longer than five? No, I bet uh, before I had to do it last night. I didn't get the best price. I had to make a bet on the Nuggets minus one and a half games. I laid, I think, a dollar seventy-four, something like that. I, I didn't mention this. You know, Miami was available plus two and a half games, a dollar forty. That was available. Huh. So that, that's also okay. Good for you. But we almost had two there off the bat, and then we have the Florida Panthers a dollar fifty-five now. After what happened, thanks Boston, thanks Toronto, with a bet that was made a long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so here's what I'm betting today. Uh, I'm going to go over 214 in game number two. That's now a five-point adjustment from game one, what we watched last night. And I think it is on the uptick at some spots up to 214 and a half. DraftKings right now 214. I like that bet. I like what Jimmy Butler said after the game. We've talked about that two or three times so far. I do believe that it's going to be a different basketball approach offensively for the Heat in game two. So I'll go over that adjustment. I'm also looking for a plus nine today, like ER said 15 minutes ago. I can't find plus nine, so I I can't bet that yet. And I have to do this too. I had a breakdown earlier this hour of Zach Wheeler. This is not going to be a big bet. I just, this is going to be, I want to have something on it because the Nationals do not strike out. They're incredible at not striking out this year. Zach Wheeler's K-Prop is five and a half under even money. I'll take that. Um, even money shot today on the under five and a half. Very good. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Oh, you're, you're penny. Well, I did you. We don't yeah. have to post this. We'll, we'll, yeah. We can revisit this at the end of June. One more time here. Rangers most wins 18 to 1 this month. Dodgers most wins 20 to 1. Yankees 40 to 1. Those latter two good. teams play tonight. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Nigel with a soccer play and two tennis plays. You can sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos, 24-7 video access. Sign up now, only $9.99 at vsun.com slash subscribe. We close strong here in the final hour of the week. Eddie Olchek, TNT. 
uh, in studio to preview the Stanley Cup. And then coming up in five minutes, Anthony Curtis, Las Vegas advisor. Such a sharp guy. Anthony banned years ago from playing blackjack. Not allowed to play blackjack. Sharp guy, coward counter. Um, But we'll get into cheating. And you think, you know, we're going into the dice sliding, what happened at Cosmo. But what's going on in Singapore will blow your mind. But I brought in some chips here. Because I'll, I'll wait to tell you what's happening in Singapore. As he had it with their newsletter, Las Vegas Advisor, LVA underscore tweet on Twitter. I mean, you you pay attention when you're playing, right? Would you know if someone's got their, hand, their hands by your stack? Yes, I would. Yeah, of course. So what I cannot believe, but I mean, if someone's sitting there, and you know the great scene in Casino, when Ginger's taking the swiping the guy's chips mm-hmm. at the at the craps table, and the guy knows, come on, you you were stealing from me all night, and it, you know she throws them up, but you, you would certainly know what would happen. But I'm trying to think what, and we'll do it with Anthony when he's in studio, about what, if someone's got their hand by your chips, you would certainly, and then if you don't see it. You would think the dealer or someone, the pit boss, would have to, somebody would have to know. Well, the, I would say maybe another person at the table. Uh, I don't. The dealer's going to have. I mean, if it's a busy table, your head's all over the place. But it's a. But but I think you'd be blown away by stuff you can get away with, and what happens though. But, about, and by the way, so this huh? is if you're watching right. the show, this is Take how it. I play anyway. If I have Go a ahead. chips next to me, yeah, I'm always like close to the table like this. Do you hold them? And, and sometimes I will. Okay, right. Like I know people like to play with them. Bulker players. My, my hands are going to be like in this area anyway just out of habit and you know playing blackjack since before i was 21 years old practicing to actually go play legally yeah i would always keep my hands like hovering above my chips anyway or just in that area so if anybody even and i don't like people next to me in the first place like if somebody's close enough to me where i can feel them breathing on me i'm gonna be like what the hell is this get away from me yes so i'm always conscious of what's going on yeah i can't wait to hear what anthony says i think it i think it would be more at the craps table if this could happen with the shenanigans yeah, because t- you're going to have... And taking people's chips or... Yes, yes, and you're, you're probably, your body movement's going to be all over the place, and when you line up the chips at the nice. craps table, you might have a huge line in front of you or two different lines of chips. Maybe the players rolling. That are lined up. You're lunging of course, in. yeah. And you, uh, might, you might be celebrating with your friends, and you might take your eyes off the chips or your awareness away from the chips for, you know, a split second, and these people that do this, I mean, they've thought of everything, Right. Yeah, Mike They'll come Paul, in in sneak attack time. Mike Palm brought up the pass posting, uh, you know, betting late and, and adding on or taking something away or when you lose or adding to your stack. That I can see mm-hmm. where that's especially at the roulette table. When, again, I, I talked about that book I read where these guys were doing that and then adding, putting a big chip under. I don't know how they can do this stuff, but the practice and, 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 and what goes into it for what they could do. But well, that I, is just brazen to do that because someone – you're going to fly off the handle. Yeah. If some, wait a second. Hey, hey, he's taking chips off my stack. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You have to be so good. The sleight of hand has to be on point to do that at a table when you're adding chips after you've won or to take away. You, you know how quick and how Think about this. How great you have to be at that? Think about it. If I'm trying, if I'm putting a big chip under here, I got, you know, I'm playing, I got a couple hundred on, on a 33 at the roulette table. Huh? Think about if I'm trying to get... The dealer turns their head to spin the ball, whatever. And I'm coming in. I'm, I can't imagine someone doing that. I mean, honestly, think about this. When your hands get anywhere close to the, to the black, on the blackjack table, anywhere close to where the chips are at, I mean, they're like, I think it's like the pit boss. They're always watching. It's like, hey, 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 not mm-hmm. so close. Hands off. It's just got to be, you got to be a magician out there. Yeah. Hey, uh, so Anthony Curtis is coming up in studio 
here at the very top of the hour. More on that with him. I wanted to give you this. I saw this on Twitter. You brought up the Chiefs going over their win total this year again. Yeah, nine saw, of the last ten years they've gone over, but I just... I, I, I have to give this person credit on Twitter. Um, Robbie Greer, NFL. He asked the question, how many times did Brady, Manning, and Mahomes go under their season win total? This goes back, his database goes back to 2003. So, since... All right. Okay. Guess how many times combined between the his numbers, he laid them all out. It's all there on Twitter. Well, the Patriots were, were sick. It's one of the best bets every year. With the... 2003? 2003, all three quarterbacks. How many times they have stayed under their win total? Eight. Four. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the quarterbacks played 36 seasons from 2003 until right now. They combined, combined to go under their win total four times. That is nuts. Just astonishing. And again, when you asked me that... I, I, I was not aware of the Chiefs thing until I saw Warren Sharp tweet it. Nine in a row? I did. Uh, I think that's what it is, or nine to, nine to ten. But yeah, I didn't know that nine to ten or right, this, nine in a row. And again, I asked you the question the other day. I, I always look at it like this with win totals. Uh, again, uh, unders are usually the way to go because so many things have to go. Like you, if Mahomes gets hurt in week three, uh, all, you know, done. But if that guy stays healthy, they're going to lose six games? Really? Yeah. Who's so Patrick Mahomes has to get outscored six times this year. I I don't think that happens if he stays healthy. Mr. Las Vegas advisor Anthony Curtis on the show up next. Uh, Again, we touched on forms of cheating this week. Just now, dice sliding. Mike Palm talked about it yesterday. We'll ask Anthony how the players pulled it off for as long as they did coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.